Hello and welcome to Two Broads and a Bottle of Wine. I'm Kelly. I am a cishet white woman living in the United States who has taken a mental health dive this week. That's how I'm identifying. <laughs> and I am Leslie Inman. I am a white cishet woman living in Canada, mother of three humans. Yeah, that's what we'll say. That's it for me. By the way, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah thanks. <laughs> so today we are venturing back to the topic of shame. Bum, bum, bum. Now we're going to talk about the homework that we did. So do you do you want to go first? Sure. Sure. If you want to. I select you. I select <laughs> any, meeny, miny, mo. Um, so... I, um, I started kind of taking like, so my day job, I do this for a living. I help people watch, inspect, and then introspect on things. It's kind of what I do. So I did that to myself, kind of watching how I, how I may use shame or how shame popped up on a daily basis, like day to day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I spent a, I don't know, three weeks or so watching kind of what came up and I caught it often, right? Caught it often. I was like, wow, interesting. Like, is I think that's shame. Yeah. We kind of shamed the guy into doing this. <laughs> so I took another approach. So I have a person I work with who totally triggers me. I don't know what it is, but as soon as he opens his mouth and I think it's because he always starts off this way. Okay. Hey guys. And I'm always like, Oh, I hate it. Like you're going to tell us we're dumb. Like it just triggers all these things to me. So I would shame him often because I was pissed. I was angry. I wanted to shut him up. I wanted mm-hmm. to support the team of people that I'm working with. And instead, I took a different approach. I started taking a step back and trying to give him a different point of view on things. So when he say like, okay, guys, can't we just do this? Or this is all we need to do. And I'd be like, okay, here, let's think about it from this perspective and start kind of walking him through and he'd be like, oh, I never thought about that. Oh, I never thought about that. And I was like, okay. So, but it took so much work and it Mm -hmm. took me coming in every day. I would have to like, okay, I'm going into a meeting, take a few breaths, right? Just get myself kind of in myself to be able to sit in it Mm -hmm. and kind of give the space for he and I to have this conversation, right? Because I was the only one who's going to be able to do this with them, right? Because nobody else would pipe up. They were quietly, you know, frustrated in the background, right? And it kind of works. Like for a period of time, he got better at something. Some of it, he's kind of come and go, but he's starting to I at least feel that I'm giving him an understanding of why certain things aren't working, right? As opposed to shaming in him into it, which never was getting a change in behavior. I'm not trying to say that this worked perfect. That's not what I'm saying, but I felt yeah. better because I wasn't coming at him right? It took Mm -hmm. me being able to step into it and take care of myself, but it allowed me to get him to understand why we were, all of us were saying the things we were saying, right? Because he was unable to see our perspective. Yeah. And I I think that's helped a bit. I've noticed him starting to think about what, why we're saying what we're saying. So, I mean, it was an interesting experiment. That was the only place I could find to place it in, right? Like I'm, I know there were other cases I had pop up, but I, I felt like this was one I could take on and try testing with it to see if I could get rid of it. 
you know? Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. kind of my experimentation with shame, taking it out of my language. Yeah. For lack of a better word. So, yeah. but yeah, so that was my experiment. How'd your, how'd your homework go? <laughs> oh my, I can't tell you how timely this episode is. <laughs> Okay, so just so everyone knows, we are recording this on May 8th of 2022, and I live here in the United States, and on May 2nd, the evening of May 2nd, the um, Supreme Court decision about Roe v. Wade was leaked. I understand that this is, you know, not the, you know, quote-unquote actual decision, but we can assume that it's probably going to go that way. So this past week, I had a whole cavalcade of bullshit, like mentally to deal with, especially around shame. So two things. I am the type of person I have, I have always wrestled with my anger. I have always wrestled with my intensity. And this week, when that when when all of this news came out, I really had to allow myself to have all of the anger and all of the, the darkness that I needed. And I say needed because I think that that has to be, I think we have to be willing to go there. And when I say that I've struggled with my anger and intensity is that I have struggled with going there. I have struggled with expressing that because. Yeah. And anger is not a bad place to be. Yeah. And it's not a bad place to be right. Without it, you can't get the other side. Yep. Yeah. Well, and being in the body of a woman, you're supposed to be cooperative and nice. Well, you know, according to who, but sure. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm, well, exactly, exactly. And I was really, I was really proud of myself where I was just like, I was just able to allow myself like all of this. And I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, talk about any of them because, you know, you're still under the illusion that I'm a good person, but, um, but Uh, there's another episode we could talk about. (laughs) Yes. I think we should. (laughs) I love it when we have discussions and it's like, Oh, there's another Mm -hmm. rabbit hole. But I went back and listened to our episode of shame. Cause I was like, Hey, maybe past me can help present me. (laughs) And one of the things that we had talked about in terms of homework was the Brene Brown's homework, basically. Uh And that was recognizing shame and understanding its triggers. Uh Uh (laughs) Very triggered this week. And uh, practicing critical awareness, reaching out and speaking shame. Yep. And I was able to do this this week. So I, let me give you a little rundown of what happened. So decision. And then like (laughs) anger, vitriol, darkness. And, you know, I allowed myself to live in it. I was very proud of myself that I was not like shaming myself for doing that. Like, wow, that was a really dark thought. And I was like, yes, yes, it was. And I'm allowed to have that dark thought. And, you know, and I have like a group chat of like female friends that I have locally. And I got on the chat and I was just like, hey, how is everyone doing this week? And, you know, 
there were some responses and, you know, a friend was like, how are you? And I was just like, well, you know, this is going on. And I said, and, you know, I'm not too happy about the news. And then like a few of us started talking about it. And it was interesting because I had come to a space where I could talk about it. And then there were a few of them who were like, I know, I know what happened in the news, but I, I can't allow myself to really talk about it yet. Like I can't, I can't fathom it yet because it hurts too much. And, um, you know, and I was able to, (laughs) you know, I was able to read the room and, and be like, okay. And then, you know, one of them asked, you know, how are you doing with it? And I essentially said in so many words, I'm not going to let these motherfuckers steal my joy. Mm -hmm. And, and they were just like, you know, that is like, that's a beautiful sentiment sort of thing. And so looking back at the Brene Brown exercises, it's like, I went through this whole thing. (laughs) Like I went through these four pieces and, you know, I did have the friend who reached out to me, which was also very, I hadn't, I had like several people reach out to me, which I've got to say was really touching for me because like, sometimes I have a tendency to be the the person that reaches out. So like the fact that there were people reaching out, but, um, you know, there was the one friend who, you know, we could, we could sit there and like scream and agree with each other and then make dick jokes about the whole thing as well. (laughs) Like, you know, so, you know, that was helpful too, but like going, I, you know, with everything that happened this week, it's like, in in reflecting on what Brene Brown talks about, I was like, I did all of those things. Mm-hmm. And I was actually really proud of myself and was like, the EMDR is working because like, I was just, a, I was just able to allow myself like anger, darkness, and intensity and not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get and not get upset with myself for it. Mm-hmm. But I did struggle with, and I know you and I talked about this in our pre-show chat. Mm-hmm. One of the things I struggled with was the concept of like, well, let's not shame anybody. And I was like, how do you not shame people who don't even acknowledge or recognize your humanity? Like Mm -hmm. I was wrestling with that. Like, I was just like, there are some certain people in my life who better not reach out to me right now, because if they come at me going, I'm, they're not going to get the best version of me. So I had to wrestle with that too, of, of how do I go? Like, this is all your fault. So whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's, we were talking ahead of time, right? Like it's kind of one of these, if with some people, when you're dealing with, you're trying to remove shaming other people, you have to start with one that you know you can work on. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like well, I, totally. picked, I picked an easy one for myself. Well, it wasn't that easy, but it was something that I had noticed and I thought I could target, right? Yeah. And also too, when you're talking to folks, I don't know, like we talked about in the last episode too, sometimes shame isn't going to, shame isn't going to work for those people anyways, right? Like well, exactly. Not, it's not going to make any sense. And so it's actually just anger and energy placed that isn't going to go anywhere. So, you know, it's just going to kind of charge up 
Mm-hmm. Not that you shouldn't say that you're angry and not that you should say, no, I don't want to talk about this. That's, I think yeah. that's self-care, but I think it's easier if you can find folks that you can work on changing without shaming, right? Yeah. Or helping them see the point of view that they're not able to see. And I think that's part of this whole thing, right? Is with shame is that it's taking a step and helping people deciding to help your community move forward versus going the simple route of just, you're an idiot. Yeah. You know, and we're done. So, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, like it's, it's like for, yeah, the people who don't recognize your humanity and they're never going to see it anyway. It's kind of, I mean, like the thought that I had this week was, I'm not going to put my energy towards yeah. that because shaming is even if we're, if we focus it on the shaming concept, right, Kelly, they're not even going to mm-hmm. know that they're be, like, they're not going to get it. Like that's the exactly. thing like, back when we used to do the scarlet letters and stuff like that, we'll take that story out of cut, right? Like that was supposed to shame you into for the rest of your life. Right. Or putting you in the yeah. stockyards and stuff. I'm just going to like goofy examples. Right. Yeah. But people didn't want to do that, but these people don't care because they're okay with it. So it's not going to work. So it's kind yeah. of. Just well, and yeah. And then I had to think of eating itself. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had to think about like, what am I going to do when someone, you know, I, that was either a part of my life or is part of my life, like comes at me. Like I had to wrestle with how I was going to. Are they going to come at you? Are they going to come at you though? That's like a really intense. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. If they, if if they miss, I'm just asking, (laughs) like if they come at you, man, they should probably maybe not be people you talk to. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I'm looking at like, come at me with like, you know, Oh my God. Okay. Like, well, wait. Um, I see. I get it now. I get it. Given your past beliefs, you, you know, that sort of thing well, where yep. it's, so I really had to think about that too. Now, luckily for yep. me, it hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, but I, I did, I had to wrestle with that. Like I'm going to, you know, like in these situations, I, I want to allow myself to be like, I'm being the absolute worst version of myself. And I'm okay with that because these emotions I have are intense and they're valid and all of that. But like, how am I, how am I going to manage that with someone who I care about, but has differing views than me? Right. And that's, I think that was a conversation that I kind of talked to my eldest about, right. It's because I Mm -hmm. know she's pro-choice. And I know in our family, we were raised Catholic. So I have two Catholic people in my family who still support a local charity that is pro-life, right? Mm -hmm. But again, if we want to go down this topic, I don't want to turn this into the abortion episode, but yeah, I know there's all these layers, like there's dials on this too, right? And so I think it's just having those conversations. Like I've seen people, I have someone on my feed. I was like, oh God, this person is not going to get it. And I'm just going to let it go because it's not going to go anywhere. Like it's not going to help me. It's not going to help them. Yeah. But there are people kind of in that middle ground, right. Where you're like, okay, maybe I can help them understand. Right. And they're maybe trying to help in that capacity. Right. They're, they're not just pro birth. They're trying to be truly, you know, I want to help, you know? Yeah. So it's hard because again, everybody just wants to be a good person. That's a whole other episode too. 
you know, yeah. be a good person. We shame you to be a good person. It's like, really, nobody's really good. Everybody's done bad shit. So, yeah, I got to say that that was, a. It, I mean, it sounds so terrible, but I mean, I got to say it was a pretty liberating moment for me where I was just like, no, I'm, I'm good with every bad thing I'm thinking about right yeah. now. Like, it, no, it's, it's okay. It's totally yeah. okay. Thanks, EMDR. Well, and that's <laughs> the problem, right? Is that this, all the episodes, all the things we talk about, right, are sitting and being comfortable with not being perfect and not being a good mm-hmm. person. And so, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, whether, whether it's this situation or some other situation, um, allow, like allowing yourself the space to have that. Yeah. Cause like when I allowed that to just like, like flow out of me, that's when I was able to do the reaching out. Yeah. That's when I was able to speak to it. That's when I was able to. Right. That's the self-care. That's when I was able to problem solve it. Now I'm in a space where if like somebody did reach out to me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the worst version of myself. And I say worst with bunny ears around it. Like, so, so yeah, I don't know if I've made sense and meandered a lot with this. Yeah. But I think, I, I think if, how do I want to say this? Working in shame. I I, I want to tell another side story. So I binge watched law and order. That's what I've been watching over lunch. Yep. I always have a crappy show that I watch over lunch. It's my step away from the computer. And I have been noticing a lot of crazy things when I watch that show. And there have been a couple episodes that just, I think when I'd previously watched it, I'd be like, yeah, go get them. Boo. You know, like get that criminal. And now I'm like, wait a minute. We're shaming that person. Like we're totally like they, what they do behind this. And I, I know it's TV. I totally get this TV, mm-hmm. but it was the most uncomfortable TV I've watched in a long time. And I'm just like, Oh my God, this is from the nineties people. Like I shouldn't be this worked up, but I'm watching stuff like, Oh my God, like that's what should they do instead? And I was trying to process through mm-hmm. other ways. Not, to, I'm not talking about, you know, how they did justice and stuff, but I'm talking about how they got people to maybe flip or how they got the jury to feel right about a person who was, you know, um, up for the crime, you know, and it's just like, nothing is simple. Right. And I think shame is just the easy way out. And we've been doing it forever instead of empathizing. Right. And trying to work as a community to help get everybody in a better place. Right. When we're all working Mm -hmm. together and that's kind of anyways, you could, uh, when, when you were telling the story about law and order, um, I instantly thought about the satanic panic. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That same thing. And that's how they yes. got children, children. Yeah. Oh God, it upsets me so much. Um, yeah. but that's how they got children right. to basically yeah. agree to a bunch of stuff that wasn't yeah. true yeah. because children yeah. internalize things. They want to be liked, they want to please you. Right. So they essentially used like one wearing them out. It's like you can like. Johnny, you can go home if you just do this thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah. yeah. And it's been around. Like, that's why I was using the old versions of shame. Like, shame's Mm -hmm. been around for a long time. Like, we've been doing it as humans to each other. Now, I'm going to speak 
from the history I know. I don't know every culture. Yes. I'm just going to put it out there, right? Like I'm talking history that I understand, right? Is that yeah. we we shame people into being different, right? And that's, yeah. and now when I watch it, I go, Yuck. like I can see, I feel like my homework has been able for me to see it, see the shaming happening um, yeah. more. I thought, I, and not how prevalent it is. It's pretty astounding. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can... I can take it down to productivity at work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, when I, when I was doing, when I was doing case management, you had to have so many minutes of productivity a day because it was billable hours. Or they'd shame you. Right. And if you did not meet your minutes, you were brought into a little meeting with your supervisor and you were warned that if it happened next month, Exactly. Then you would get a verbal write-up. And then if it happened another month, you would get an actual written, like, like into your HR record. Yes. And so and everybody worked in fear yeah. of trying well, to get their minutes. And I think what it does when we do shame, we think it's just a switch, right? It's that whole yeah. binary thinking, right? It's like, well, you just need to not do this so many t- this so slow, or you need to not be an adulterer, or you need to not, you know, steal, or you know what I mean? Like it's just a switch. You just don't do it, you know? And uh, yeah. yeah, it's really wild. And we we dehumanize when we do it. I think that's what we right. Oh, like com- we're taking the humanity out of it. So completely. And that, well, and again, it's like, yeah, we do not recognize your humanity. Right. Is and that- and that's what shame does though, right? Is it makes you not feel now we can land on a positive note. Cause I know you've watched Lizzo's big girls. Now I can talk about it. And if you haven't watched it, tough noogies people, cause I'm going to have a spoiler. I'm going to be rewatching that like over and <laughs> over again. It's so good. And I have several friends who are now watching it mm-hmm. and they it's are loving show. it as well. So but thanks for the suggestion. Hey, no problem. But there's a situation in there. And this is a spoiler. So if you haven't listened, pause and go to the end of the episode here. But there's a particular individual who's got some stuff going on. And she ends up kind of taking it out on everybody else in the group, right? In the house. Mm-hmm. And they end up, she ends up leaving at one point. But at no point was she shamed for, for being the way she was. It was like, here's the thing. Like, you know, we just need folks, but it is kind of interesting, right? It was very community-based. You're not fitting in the community and we want you to, we really love you, but you're just not there. You need to go work on some stuff before you're ready. And it was like, though they were getting kicked off the Island, they were still being supported to go get resolved to come back. Yeah. So it was amazing. It was like, that's it. And that person because of how they were treated. Yeah. That person was like, I do have some things to work on. Exactly. And when I get, and, and when I get home, I probably do need to go to therapy and, and they work did. through this. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And yeah, I mean, that, that is what I would like to see. Yeah. That is what I would like to see happen. Right. You know, there is a problem that is being recognized. We yep. are not shaming and blaming you for it. Nope. However, nope. right. This and is then, the this is the model that we're working on. Exactly. You're working on this model over here. So you exactly. need to go and yeah. 
And that's why you can, I mean, even at work, let's take work for an example, right? If somebody's just not a good fit, it's like, look, this isn't a good, like, first of all, I've noticed lots of places hire people. They're not a good fit and they just fire them as opposed to like explaining what's going on, trying to see if they can fix it themselves, right? Mentor to yeah. whatever. But then if it really still doesn't work, really both parties at the end of the day should understand that it's time to go, you know, and yeah. it shouldn't be a surprise, so, I mean, I don't think the person on that show, maybe she was surprised. I know everybody else was surprised, mm-hmm. but I think once they sit back and think about it, they're not. I think that's just generally how we react to something like that. It's like, oh, but, yeah. you know, lots of people I've seen be fired, come back and say, that was like the best fucking thing that ever happened to me. Totally. You know? And so failure you learn from. And it's not that it was, she failed. She just didn't fit and she needed help. And anyway, so I just want to kind of like, whatever, bring back on a high note that that's great model of how not to shame somebody into fitting in with the group because there was more going on. It can't just work that way. Yeah. 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 I think when you're trying to, you know, what am I trying to say? Yeah. When you're trying to, to get someone to align into something that they, they can't align with. Yeah. For, you know, it, it's not going to work. And it's okay that you can't all align. If we were all the same, how fucking boring would the world be? Right. And that's the thing is we all have that magic place. We just got to find. Right. And I'm not trying to sound all love and rainbows. That's not what I'm saying. It's just, (laughs) it's just, Oh, this, I, I I will say this definitely is not love and rainbows work. No. It is it no, is no, no, it no. is more like it is more like mud and sludge, yeah, sort of work. No, you know? but anyways, that's kind of so that was my take on my homework, you know, and kind of a model of where I'd like to see it go. And I'm I'm going to continue working on it. It's not easy work, but um, no, that's where I'm going to sit with shame. And I think to your point, Kelly, what you were saying with me when you told your story was by not by me noticing shaming that I may have projected onto other people or that I was doing then -hmm. allowed me not to do it to myself, which is also very interesting, right? Because you start noticing it all around. So that was to the point your story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So yeah. Okay. I think we have successfully Revisited shame. Revisited shame. <laughs> yeah. So shame part two. There'll probably be a there'll probably be a trilogy or something. <laughs> <laughs> a revisit. Yeah. But keep peeling it back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everybody keep peeling it back. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. <laughs>